Hello, my friends. I became a Christian in a previous century. It was two months before my 16th birthday, and I heard the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus, and it made sense to me, and I gave my life to Jesus. And the gospel I heard was a wonderful gospel. But it began in Genesis chapter 3, and the story I kept hearing, and often I have repeated when I preached the gospel, is it began when Adam and Eve sinned and they took the forbidden fruit and they declared independence from God and we have been sinning and living apart from God in rebellion, in disobedience ever since. And the good, that's the bad news. And the good news is that Jesus came, God came to earth in Jesus Christ to live the perfect life that we could not live and to die the perfect death on the cross, to pay, to atone for our sins, that we would be forgiven, and that we would be restored to a relationship with holy God. And then he rose from the dead, and uh, he's going to come one day uh, in glory. And it's a wonderful gospel, and it is true. It is true. I believe it with all my heart. But it, I've realized afresh in the last few weeks, it's not the whole gospel because it's, it doesn't start at the beginning. The story that Christianity tells does not start in Genesis chapter 3. It begins in Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and he created us, humanity, the first human beings, to live with him, to live in relationship with him, to live in paradise in Eden, where there was no pollution, no global warming, uh, where there was no sin, there was no sickness, there was no death, there was harmony. And then we chose death. And then we chose independence. We walked away from the source of life. But God who loved us, pursued us. And the good news, as I've said, is that, is that God came to earth and on the cross, Jesus did die for our sin. He did break the power of death. He did, he did bring together in his own body God's holiness and justice and his love. In his holiness, he could not look at us, but in his love, he would not look away. And so he became one of us and in our place, he bore our sin. And that's why on the cross, Jesus cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because for a moment in all eternity, our sin separated Jesus Christ from God the Father on the cross. And it wasn't just the agony of the Son, Oh, I cannot imagine the agony of the eternal father who loved his son from eternity to eternity and they did it for us. But then Jesus rose from the dead in newness of life and he rose that not only did he break the power of death over us, but we now can have life in him. He came to restore the original purpose and it's even better 
than the original purpose because now we are in him. We are sons and daughters for eternity. And there's something that Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, that I love. The thief, he says, which is Satan, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. He says his purpose was, was that we would be redeemed from death, that we would be saved from death, that we would be rescued from death, but for life and for life in its fullness, fullness of life. That's why he came. That's why he died. That's why he rose again. And you know, there's something linked with this. In uh, John 17, in his great high priestly prayer, verse 13, he says this to God in front of the disciples. I am coming to you now, but I say this thing, these things while I'm still in the world so that they might have the full measure of my joy within them. His purpose is that we live fullness of life in fullness of joy. Why does this matter? Because so often our attitude can be, as Christians, well, we've been saved from all those things that were actually quite fun, but naughty, and now we've got to keep our noses clean, and now we've got to live a fairly boring life uh, to pay him back and to limp into heaven. Nothing could be further from the truth. He gives us fullness of life and fullness of joy. And often our trouble with sin and the temptation of sin is we don't realise we have the potential for something so much better. Life in him, joy in him, in his presence. We will live with him forever. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. And there is a river of life that, that it, it is flowing and we will be found in that river of life. And that joy can begin today. And it's not about thou shalt not. It's about, it's about receiving his life. And do you know, Jesus, I need to tell you this, he enjoyed himself. Oh, he suffered. Oh, he went through agony, but he, he, and he enjoyed himself, if I may say this, in very human ways in his humanity. He went to parties. He went to wedding receptions. He had so many meals, it's unbelievable. I mean, I don't know how many of his meals are recorded, but it's an awful lot. He fed 5,000 people with a little boy's picnic. He fed another 4,000 another time. Um, he had the Last Supper the resurrection breakfast, where he cooked, after he rose from the dead, one of the first things he did is he cooked breakfast for his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. That's my kind of saviour. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus enjoyed the beauty of creation because he created it. And if you read in the Old Testament, the people of Israel knew how to celebrate they knew how to have feasts. They knew how to party. And you see glimpses of that, true, in the New Testament. 
you know, there was joy on the day of Pentecost. There was laughter. There was love. There was, there was depth. There was, there was fullness of life. We don't give that up just to get drunk. What a poor substitute. Do not be drunk with wine, says Paul. Be, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Much better, much more joy. And it lasts and there's no hangover. And it, it's true of everything else. Um, years ago, uh, I read a book called The Sacred Diary of Adrian Plass, aged 37 and three quarters. And it was a, a humorous take on the life of a normal Christian. And there's one bit that sticks in my memory. Most of you have never heard of it, don't worry. Um, uh, and uh, Adrian um, is talking to a very wise monk and he finds himself saying, I don't want to go to heaven. I want to stay here. I'm frightened of dying. And the very wise monk says, what do you think heaven is like, Adrian? And Adrian doesn't know. And the monk says, what's your perfect day? And Adrian thinks, what's my perfect day? And he says, for me, it's a, a hot summer's afternoon in England, watching cricket all afternoon. That's my perfect day. And then the wise monk said, well, so for you, Adrian, heaven will be better than that. Being in his presence is better than the best you could ever imagine. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. You probably heard a few noises off while I've been talking. Um, there's people uh, felling trees at the end of my garden, so they're using saws, but I need to tell you this. This is the millionth time I've tried to do um, this video, and um, I just decided I'm gonna do it however bad it comes out because I can't keep this up. It's been most of the day. I've had to stop and delete and restart. And if I carry on like this, uh, Jesus will return and I will still be doing today's day cut up video. I don't know why I told you that. God bless you. See you soon. <laughs>